I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry, 121 is the time right now. Uh, 87 degrees outside. I, I, I have a, one of these little smart watches. It tells me the, the temperature. And I just now, as I looked, I was so pleased not to see a number that started with a 9. Uh, this time, each day for the past number of days, it's been in the 90s. And I am very excited uh, to see a break in this heat. That's a wonderful thing. I, I like to, after the show each day, if I can, uh, get outside, do a little bit of jogging. And, uh, well, when the temperature is high, uh, it makes that task a bit uncomfortable. Uh, right now, I want to talk to you about a new word I've learned uh, in this coronavirus era, and it is, it's a name, right? Karen. You hear about this name, Karen? Karen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it, it, I haven't known exactly, like, if I was comfortable using the term uh, or making jokes about it, uh, but I went to Wikipedia here this morning, and I, I, it turns out th- this new phrase has its own entry. It's rather lengthy, as a matter of fact. I won't read the whole thing, uh, but the first line uh, is, is informative. Karen is a pejorative term used in the United States and other English-speaking countries for a woman perceived as entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is appropriate or necessary. Now, think uh, as you've been scrolling through social media at night or making jokes with your friends, or maybe you've been out at the grocery store or the gas station or wherever it is where uh, business owners have been asking us to wear masks lately. And have you encountered any of these, uh, Karens? I saw one. I saw one myself. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was in a grocery store. I won't be specific, but it was a grocery store which uh, has rules in place about uh, mask wearing and a requirement placed on customers. If you'd like to patronize uh, this grocery store, then you ought to be wearing a mask. Those are the rules. And I support, I, I support, I support private business putting in place rules like that. As you well know, I'm not a big mandate guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased that Governor Gary Herbert has uh, stopped short of a blanket mandate across the state. I think that's a wonderful thing, and I think it is uh, a testament to his belief uh, in our, in our Utahns, uh, our ability to successfully utilize our personal responsibility in combating this coronavirus. Well, stores, different story. That is private property. That is a private establishment. Uh, and so if you see a sign on the door saying, hey, you ought to be wearing a mask, uh, well, you ought to be wearing a mask, all right? And that, yet there are those uh, like uh, the, the individual I saw recently putting up quite a stink uh, and just looking for a fight for fight's sake. Well, uh, 
don't take my word for it. You've seen some of these videos. Let me play for you uh, some uh, some of these exchanges. Here's one uh, in California claiming uh, that she has health issues. We got it. All right. Here's another one uh, resistant to uh, the mask wearing rules of uh, of a store. Uh, this one claims to be a doctor. Apparently, I'm the one protecting other people by wearing a mask. Doctor. Are you? Well, great. Yeah. I want to see your credentials. Pull them out. Honey. If you're a doctor, let's see them. I'm like, what? So you can go away with the phone and you can figure out what you need to do with your life, and I'll figure out what I need to do with All right. Now, why am I playing this for you? Why am I joking about these Karens? Why am I sharing you the sharing with you uh, this Wikipedia entry? Uh, well, it all stems from <laughs> an update I saw on the CDC's website. Yeah, it turns out that these uh, exchanges have become so prevalent that the CDC is offering forth not only guidance, uh, but some of those printouts for display in businesses uh, across our country. Now, what am I talking about? It, uh, it's akin to uh, instructions that are given to you by your boss if you work at like a gas station or somewhere with a register, a cash register. If someone comes in uh, and they uh, maybe have a weapon or are threatening in some manner and they aim to steal what's in the register, uh, the instruction is what? Right, you, you you let them go. All right, your life nor the life of any customer or coworker is worth uh, whatever is there in the register. Well, there's a similar rationale being applied uh, to uh, the limitation or limiting rather of workplace violence associated with COVID-19. The CDC guidance reads this way. It says, uh, first, who this is for. This information is intended for use by employers and employees in retail services and other customer-based businesses. Retail or service businesses sell goods and provide services to the public and include department stores, grocery stores, gas stations, and restaurants. These businesses are open and have started state-directed, municipality-directed, and company-directed coronavirus disease 2019 prevention policies and practices to minimize the spread of the virus among employees and customers. Okay, so what is the guidance? Workers may be threatened and assaulted as businesses try to put in place COVID-19 prevention policies and practices. These threats and assaults can come from customers, other employees, or employers. And based on uh, an intelligence bulletin from a few years ago, threats and assaults can happen in any workplace, but may be more likely to occur in retail services and other customer or client-based businesses. Okay? And so the overall guidance is not to engage those who are going against uh, the signs you have up on the wall, that it's simply not worth it, that any potential violence which may come about uh, because of, con because of uh, a confrontation between uh, someone, uh, an employee, someone behind the register, or, uh, and someone who comes in saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be told what to do, okay? Uh, you can take your, uh, your big government. Big brother's not going to tell me I need to wear a mask. If someone comes into your business like that, you know what? It's not worth the fight. It's not worth the fight. Keep your distance. Other customers will likely keep their distance as well. 
let them go about their business. Many, many are looking, <laughs> many are looking to shoot these little videos here, hoping to go viral. Yeah. Uh, so just watch out. Here uh, is that printout I mentioned. Uh, this is, uh, you've seen this maybe if you live in an apartment building, you'll see it uh, on the walls in the common spaces. Uh, if you, you know, in your workplace, you may see some of these CDC guideline documents. And here, the newest one, it reads, uh, basic do's and don'ts for employees to prevent workplace violence. Do attend all employer-provided training on how to recognize and avoid and respond to potentially violent situations. Don't, don't argue with a customer if they make threats or become violent. If needed, go to a safe area. Ideally, the room that locks from the inside has a second exit route and has a phone or a silent alarm. Second, don't. Don't attempt to force anyone who appears upset or violent to follow COVID-19 prevention policies or other policies or practices related to COVID-19. This is comical and heartbreaking. Comical because we have seen these videos. It gives us an opportunity to see someone losing their mind. Uh, and at the same time, it's unfortunate that the CDC has observed a problem so large uh, that they need to put for, that the government's got to get involved uh, and breaking up uh, these fights. It's a heartbreaking thing. We're all going through a stressful time. No need to start a fight at the grocery store. You don't want to wear a mask, shop somewhere else, or have the food delivered to your home. Uh, if you're comfortable complying uh, with the rules posted on the door, great. Everyone is going to have a fine uh, transactional experience. Everyone will go home uh, all the better for it. No need for fighting. No need for fighting. Unfortunately, uh, not everyone knows that. The CDC has had to step in. All right, I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, there was... Another bit of CDC guidance, which was handed down just yesterday, and it, uh, it deals with testing. This one's uh, kind of serious, and I don't exactly understand the rationale, but you've heard it covered elsewhere that the, the CDC is now saying that if you are asymptomatic, there's really no need for you to be tested. That guidance coming at the same time we are hearing that testing, testing, testing is incredibly important. So that's curious. Uh, if we have time later in the program, we'll dive into that. I want to share with you uh, some of the, the new guidance on that front. But uh, for the time being, if you're going to a grocery store, if they ask you not to wear, if they ask you to wear a mask, uh, please do so. Don't put up a fight. No need. Quick break. When we return, we're going to be setting our sights on Provo. There was a city council meeting last night. Seven members of the council voted unanimously to put in place a mask-wearing mandate. The mayor, with her authority, let it be known that she intends to veto such a mandate. Where will this go? What does it mean to you? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.